What's up, fellow Harkiners? Welcome back to the Build and Keep Fitness Podcast, where you follow me, Timothy Averill, as I traverse the life of a Harkiner college student and aspiring personal trainer, constantly acquiring knowledge and making mistakes, so you can learn how to build and keep muscle, health, confidence, and a better life overall. In today's episode, which is episode 37, I believe, of the podcast, we're going to be talking about the rep ranges that you should use to gain muscle. We're talking about the quote-unquote ideal rep range on and discussing the benefits and detriments to high reps and low reps and discussing whether or not one is essentially better than the other we're also going to be discussing the validity of the commonly accepted hypertrophy rep range which is either 6 to 12 reps or 6 to 15 reps or 10 to 12 reps there's actually a difference in the number but that but the point is we're going to be talking about the number of reps that you should do in a set to maximize muscle growth um <clears throat> this is the second installment of rep week next episode we'll, we will be talking about um sorry give me one second lifting tempo and then the episode after that which will come next week actually we will be talking about lifting load as in heavy versus lightweights um which one is better do you need to lift heavy do you need to lift light um etc 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 but anyway i'm actually just going to jump right into this episode um because I am tired, um, my throat hurts a little bit, and I want to get this done. So, we're going to jump right into this. Uh, I'm going to try and talk a little bit slower, so I'm not stuttering as much, but I am going to be trying to um, get this done. So, stay tuned, and buckle up for a ride, and hopefully you're not hearing me flip the page behind it, because this month, this mic is supposed to um, help kind of get rid of that noise. So, hopefully you don't hear it. If you do, I'm sorry, but I tried. <laughs> anyway... Let's get into it. So, are high reps or low reps better for building muscle? <clears throat> Is there an ideal hypertrophy range of six to twelve rep? Right, uh, six to twelve reps. Is that hypertrophy rep range, so to speak, ideal for muscle growth? These are questions that a lot of people ask, and it's a big um, topic or point of confusion for a lot of lifters. There are there are arguments that higher reps. Are better and that lower reps are better um the main arguments for people who support higher rep sets are that it breaks down the muscle and fatigues the body more which causes more muscular growth the main arguments for lower rep sets are that it's heavier weight so that you're increasing the tension and thus increasing muscular growth <clears throat> then there's also the commonly used and accepted strength endurance continuum model which basically says that from a rep range of two to six reps you're focusing on strength and it's ideal for building strength and a rep range of 12 to 15 plus reps is ideal for building endurance and then in the middle there on the six to 12 rep range is the um, commonly called hypertrophy rep range um, which is ideal for muscular growth now there is some validity to the arguments for higher reps and lower rep range but <clears throat> they're um in recent times, um, recent scientific literature shows that A, this hypertrophy rep range may be much wider than that, but B, um, actually kind of shows that there's similar hypertrophy when you're using high or low reps. So two studies, separate studies, um, one in 2014 and one in 2015 by Schoenfield et al. Um, showed, actually before I get into that, the Schoenfield et al. 2014 study, sorry, 
um, compared two groups, one group doing 10 reps and one group doing three reps, and the Schoenfeld the show and field Tao 2015 study compared a group using a rep range of 8 to 12 reps versus a group using a rep range of 25 to 35 reps. And across all of these studies, essentially, um, the conclusion was that regardless of the rep range you use, they got the same hypertrophy. Regardless of using high reps, low reps, or moderate reps, they showed statistically insignificant difference in the hypertrophy um, that they showed. Now, um, one thing worth mentioning um, in these studies is that they had to effort match and volume match them. Um, effort match, they had to do this by training to taking all sets to failure because there was no other way to effort match. Um, and I'm not necessarily advocating that you have to train to failure. Um, however, that's just how they... Um, that's just how they effort matched and then of course they volume matched as well volume is important because it's the main driver of hypertrophy um but yeah i did want to just mention that they were volume matched and effort matched of course um before moving on in the content so scientifically from this literature we can see that the hypertrophy rep range is it's false um the idea that high reps or low reps are inherently better or moderate reps which is the hypertrophy rep range are inherently better for muscular growth is false however practically speaking we can kind of start to see that the hypertrophy rep range idea where these moderate reps are better um kind of it holds up a little bit more so first off we know that um increasing volume performed close to failure um increases muscle growth though it's not a linear growth and we did talk about this in our episode the previous episode um, the first episode of Rep League where we talked about training to failure. If you haven't watched that episode, you definitely should, at least after this video, um, not video, sorry, episode, I always say video, but this episode, um, you definitely should check that one out because there's a lot of good information there um, and a lot of stuff that I personally, I know, I learned from um, taking notes on and recording that episode, so I'm, I'm sure you guys will learn a lot from that episode as well. Um, but anyway, like I said, increasing volume performed close to failure increases muscular growth. Um, but also the 6 to 12 rep range is the most effective rep range to use in order to accumulate volume And the main reason for this is when you're doing lower rep sets um, You're using heavier weights, but you need to do more sets to accumulate volume and while technically uh, You can do that um, It's much harder to do that because it's hard on the joints um, It makes the workout so much longer. So a it's taxing to do long workouts but B, it's unmotivating to do long workouts. Um, but also, doing so many sets of heavy weights causes significant physical and mental fatigue or burnouts, and this can affect the rest of the week. Um, you also have an increase in injury risk when you're doing a crap ton of heavy weights. Um, and this can be demonstrated more so when you look at the Schoenfield et al. 2014 study that we just mentioned. Um, the dropout rate... Um, for people in the three rep group was significantly greater than the people in the 10 rep group where there was very little if any dropout rate and the dropout rate if you don't know what that is it's people dropping out of the study um, mainly due to presumably um, injury or joint pain <clears throat> and so that's um, a reason why the lower reps aren't as good for accumulating volume but for higher rep sets well you are doing more reps <clears throat> excuse me sorry one second <clears throat> okay, sorry, thank you. Um, while you're doing higher reps, um, and thus doing more reps, um, it is metabolically taxing, especially when you're doing it on compound lifts, and it can affect um, the rest of the workouts. Also, you start accumulating in general metabolic 
tax it is metabolically taxing but you're also just accumulating generally general fatigue in the sore and also um soreness and lactate um which makes it harder to recover um in for future workouts so this can also have a detrimental effect for future workouts as well so six to twelve reps um, your weights are heavy enough to provide adequate tension on the muscle, um, and you're also less likely to experience joint pain aches, oh. and, excuse me, it minimizes metabolic exhaustion. Thus, it is, from a practical standpoint, the ideal rep range for hypertrophy because it enables you to accumulate volume most effectively with the, without overtaxing the body. That being said, you shouldn't only do um, 6 to 12 reps or reps in that rep range um, incorporating both will be optimal in the long run because they both have individual benefits for instance lower rep ranges have the main benefits of um, an increase in strength they're really really good and optimal for um, having or for strength benefits and this does hold up um, with the what strength endurance continuum I believe it's called yes the strength endurance continuum where lower rep sets are better for strength gains um, one study again by Schoenfield et al in 2016 compared a 2 to 4 rep group and a 10 to 12 rep group and they showed that the lower reps the lower rep group were superior um, far superior for strength gains <coughs> it also allows you to um, push more weight in um, your hypertrophy rep range because as you get stronger and develop more strength it allows you to get stronger <laughs> i mean that's pretty self-explanatory it allows you to get stronger which allows you to add more weight to exercises which is a form of progressive overload um which is better um for hypertrophy in the long run because it increases tension increases progressive overload so it's better for hypertrophy um for higher rep sets the main benefits is it helps you push through metabolic fatigue um, it may also slightly boost growth due to this added metabolic stress, um, and it's um, certain exercises are better with higher reps, um, isolation exercises especially, um, because higher rep sets can maximize um, my muscle connection and minimize joint stress. And I actually talked about this a little bit in the next episode, which ironically I um, recorded first, where I person, but I basically said that I personally find um, a greater mind muscle connection in. Um, Actually, I said that in, it said in slower tempo sets, I find a greater mind-muscle connection, but I also find a greater mind-muscle connection when I'm doing higher rep sets as well, so I can't back this up from personal experience. Um, but on top of the metabolic stress and that benefits, um, it also helps train muscular endurance a little bit better in sets of 15 plus reps or higher um, rep sets. So, <clears throat> excuse me, Jeremy Ethier, um, with all this being said has a recommendation and then i'm also going to get into jeff nippard's recommendation but jeremy ethier's recommendation um given that pat you're past the beginner stage and that you're more familiar thus with um the main movements um he says that about 60 to 70 percent of your sets should be within that 6 to 12 rep um range because as we've said it is ideal for rep range because it enables you to accumulate volume and um, enables you to accumulate volume most effectively without overtaxing the body, as we said earlier. So you do want to get most of your volume from there. Um, but that remaining 40 to 30% of your work should be split evenly between the 2 to 6 rep range and the 12 to 15 plus rep range, where you're getting about 15 to 20% of your total volume of sets um, from each of those rep ranges. Um, and then Jeff Nipper had a recommendation similar to that, where... 
um, he actually, for his hypertrophy rep range, he called it the ma- he referred to it as the magic rep range, um, where he but he actually wants to call it the practical rep range, or or the practical rep zone for hypertrophy, because as we discussed um, earlier, it is the practical best rep range for hypertrophy in general. Um, he said that he has heard it been called the 6 to 15, but it's also been called 6 to 12. So for the purpose of this episode, just consider it the same number. Um, he also has a recommendation where um, he says that about 75% of your total volume should come from the 6 to 15 rep range. Um, and then about 25% of your total volume should be split between the rep range of less than 6 reps and the rep range of greater than 15 reps. <clears throat> now, Jeremy Athier actually kind of took it a bit further and um, showed us specific ways to implement um, these kind of, um, or implement the different rep ranges into our training. His first example was on a chest day, which of course would be part of a body part or a bro split. Um, so he had a chest day with four exercises. Um, the first exercise was the barbell bench press, where he um, did excuse me, where he recommended a four by four to six, so four sets of uh, four to six reps. Um, His second exercise was the incline dumbbell bench press, where he recommended four sets of six to 12 reps. His third exercise was the weighted dips, where he recommended four sets of six to 12 reps. And his fourth exercise was the cable flies, where he recommended three sets of 12 to 15 reps. Now to kind of dissect this, obviously in his first um, exercise, which was the barbell bench press. He opted for the lower rep range, and the main reason, of course, for that would be um, strength gains, because in the barbell bench press, that's a big compound lift. So if you're going to emphasize strength on any chest movement, that should definitely be the movement you're doing. Um, as we talked about, increasing strength and increasing weight allows you to progress free overload, um, which allows you to get stronger, and obviously, and add more weight to the bar or to the dum- or dumbbell or cable or whatever you're doing the exercise on. It allows you to do it at a heavier weight, which adds more tension and increases the hypertrophy for that muscle because you're progressively overloading it. So it's good to, this is a very good spot, at least for a chest, to incorporate the lower rep range when you're trying to um, add more strength and progressively overload. Um, the cable flies were um, at a lower rep range, and I believe if you, for doing three sets, um, that may be a, a thing with weekly volume. Um, because right now that total is 15 sets, um, and assuming this is a bro split where you're training muscle groups once a week, that's 15 weekly sets for the chest. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, my assumption with the reason he did three versus four, um, at least if there is like a particular reason, um, it would be that because he's doing higher reps of 12 to 15, he doesn't necessarily need four um, four sets of it, whereas in the moderate and the lower reps, four sets gets a higher rep count. But anyway, um, I think cable flies is a really good exercise to utilize for, or to utilize a higher rep, rep range with, um, because as we said earlier, isolation exercises are especially good for higher rep exercises because it increases mind-muscle connection and minimizes joint stress. Um, and for a cable fly, particularly when you look at the exercise, as I talked about with cable flies or cable crossovers, they're the same thing pretty much. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, in my old, older episode about widening the chest, cable flies are really good because they allow you to experience kind of a very 
strong chest contraction or or even a peak chest contraction because you're both pressing the weight out but also you're adducting the arm across the body which is the other function of the chest um so you get kind of like a peak contraction of the chest kind of like a peak contraction of the chest muscle um and since higher rep ranges are really good for maximizing my muscle connection um on the exercise that's really good for um peak contraction of the chest that's a very good place to maximize my muscle connection by going for a higher rep scheme so his first, second example on how to implement this into the training was using a upper lower split and while this example does use an upper lower split you can also apply this to a push pull leg split as well but he an upper lower split is basically where you split the days into upper one lower one upper two lower two um so his first so basically he split the days into a lower rep session which is more strength based and a higher rep session which is more volume based um he didn't specify if the higher reps included like higher reps and moderate reps or and if the lower rep sessions um included lower reps and moderate reps my assumption would be that both sessions includes include um sets at that 6 to 12 rep range and then on top of that the lower rep day included lower rep sets and the higher rep day included higher rep sets because if it's just lower rep sets and just higher rep sets on those days that wouldn't make sense when you look at his previous recommendation of how you should split up your weekly sets so my assumption is again both the higher and lower rep sets both have um 6 to 12 rep range incorporated but they're focusing on strength versus volume um individually by having in addition to that, lower rep sets or higher rep sets. So his in his example, upper upper day one um, was a lower rep range focused day, which is strength focused. Lower one was the same strength focused. Upper two was higher rep sets, which was volume focused, and then lower two was also volume focused. His third example was about periodization, which is basically um, how you structure your training in the long term um, where he divided it into kind of training chunks um, he divided training from a long-term perspective into three months where month one maybe you're doing lower reps with heavier weights month two you're doing mainly moderate reps with moderate weight and month three you're doing more higher reps with lighter weights <coughs> now I think the bottom line for both of these people is that kind of using a spectrum of rep ranges is a good idea although you do want to use mostly um reps or use mostly rep ranges in the 6 to 12 rep range um now that's the all the information i got from jeff nippert and jeremy ethier however i also wanted to include some stuff that i got from jeff cavalier over at athlete x um because while jeff nippert and jeremy ethered their information really meshed well together um and they kind of talked about similar things and they were basing their information off similar things athlete x tends to go in a different direction he doesn't base his stuff off of like scientific literature um, like a lot of the stuff from Jeremy Ethier and Je Jeremy Ethier and Jeff Nippard um, focus on J Jeff Cavalier. It's really hard saying all these J names when I have a stutter and my mouth is dry. <laughs> anyway, um, Jeff Cavalier tends to talk from experience as a professional personal trainer and strength coach and um, physical therapist for a long, long time who's worked with um, sports teams and stuff like that. He tends to talk more from experience and from what he's seen and what he's heard and what he believes. So for him, um, when you're talking about workout rep ranges, he divided workout rep ranges into a rep range of one to five reps, 
a rep range of 6 to 10 reps, a rep range of 10 to 12 reps, and a rep range of 15 plus reps, um, which personally is a little annoying because he left out 12 to 15. Like, that doesn't exist. Um, but that's just kind of my mini like OCD tendencies kicking in. So, not annoyed at Jeff, but yeah. <laughs> he just left that part out, and I saw that, and I was just like, oh, that hurts a little bit. <laughs> if anyone has OCD at all, or OCD tendencies, you get what I mean. But anyway, the main focus, the main thing he... Um, likes to focus on when you're talking about rep ranges is first off you want to define your goals he says rep range of one to five reps focuses on strength which is consistent which was with what we've been saying the rest of the episode um the rep range of six to ten reps which is, he calls the mid reps kind of blends the benefits of the above rep range of one to five reps and the below well i guess it would be below rep range of one to five reps and the above rep range of 10 to 12 reps which he says um generally is better for focus on hypertrophy um, and the 15 plus rep range, he didn't actually ever in that video say what, what the focus of that rep range is. But as we've talked about or, uh, earlier, the focus of 15 plus rep range or higher rep sets is basically on endurance, mostly on either muscular endurance and or metabolic stress. Um, but he says the reason why the 10 to 12 rep range is best for hypertrophy is it comes to total time under tension. Um, now his example is, and the time under tension, before I even move on, time under tension is literally the time that your muscle is, all, is under tension. Um, and that's an important factor for muscle growth, although I'm not really sure how important. I've heard that it's very important, but I've also heard that's not very important. And we actually briefly mentioned that, I think, in the next episode, um, which again, I've, for some reason, I've recorded before this episode, um, even though it's coming out after. But I think I briefly mentioned it in the next episode. But yeah, that's what ta total time under tension is. Um, so for an example, um, if you were to do a tempo of two seconds up and two seconds down, um, where you control the eccentric, of course, because that's very important, that's about four seconds per rep. So if you're doing a rep range of 10 to 12 reps, that'll be a 40 to 48 second time under tension. Versus if you're doing like a one to five rep range, that's only a four to 20 second time under tension. So that's significantly less time under tension. Um, and a question that you guys might have, um, and that if I didn't know comes up, um, when you're talking about increasing time and retention, if you're talking about the way he presented it and the way I just presented it, which is the way he presented it, is that increased time and retention is better for muscle growth. However, for some reason, he said that the 10 to 12 rep range is best for hypertrophy because it has more total time and retention. But by that logic, shouldn't the 15 plus rep range be best for hypertrophy because of total time under tension now from what i understand and what from what i remember and what i've heard and what i've listened to mainly from athlete x there seems to be a time under tension sweet spot of about 45 to 60 seconds now again none of this is based on scientific literature literature this is based on what athlete x is saying but there tends to be a sweet spot generally around 45 to 60 seconds um so 15 plus rep sets can hit that depending on how fast you're doing the reps but generally they're not going to because of the extreme amount of reps in those sets and with all this being said athlete x does say as the other two say that all these rep ranges should be used as long as you're basically training on with these rep ranges with a purpose now basically <coughs> sorry i see i just realized i see basically a lot i'm going to try and for future limit that a little bit but um his what athlete x called the big mistake when it comes to um rep ranges and training in rep ranges um he says and i quote 
if you're going to train in a rep range, train in that rep range. And basically what he was talking about is that um, he was saying that if you're going to train in, like, for instance, a 6 to 10 rep range, um, and you do 8 reps, which is in that rep range, obviously, but you could have gone 12, you didn't train in that 6 to 10 rep range. So basically, he's kind of saying that if you stop short of the number of reps you could have done, especially if what you could have done is in another rep range, you're not training right or hard enough. And in my opinion, there is definitely some validity um, to the statements, um, because for me, I do agree with the idea that if you're training in a specific rep range, for instance, like if you're training in a one to five rep range and you're really trying to focus on strength benefits, but you're doing, but you're doing uh, like the number of reps that are in the rep range, but your effort is not aligned with that rep range and you're not doing a weight that is appropriate, which is, a, I think, a big thing that you can take from this, doing the appropriate weight so that it's not like you could do like eight reps when you're trying to do one to five rep range or something like that. Um, because as Athlinex says, if you, you want to train in that rep range. So if you're training in a one to five rep range, again, to focus on strength, you don't want to leave a ton of reps in the tank because then you're not really, um, you're not really pushing yourself hard enough. You're not really getting the right tension in the muscle. You're not getting what the benefits out of that rep range that you're trying to get out of the rep range. So you want to choose an appropriate weight, um, that associates with that rep range, um, However, I disagree with what he's saying because he seems to be advocating to always train to the maximum number of reps you can do, which is to failure. And as we talked about, in, again, in the failure episode, which again, you should definitely go and watch because tons of, tons of information, but small spoiler, we found that in general, one to three reps in, revert, in reserve or RER, also known as reps left in the tank, um, is generally better for muscle growth than training completely to failure. <clears throat> but yeah. That's, that's actually it. That's it. Um, I did do this a little faster than I thought I would because, ironically, the next episode has less notes, but it took me longer to talk about, which is weird. So I actually think I did this decently fast. Um, I, it is obviously like a 26, 28 minute video, um, I'm predicting. Um, so, yeah. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm going to try and make this um a actually kind of cohesive outro outro so we'll see how it goes wish me luck all right thank you guys so much for tuning in um make sure to tune in to the next episode as well um which is going to be talking about um lifting tempo is fa are faster reps or slower reps better necessarily for uh, muscle growth how, what is the ideal lifting tempo for muscle growth answering all those kinds of questions and discussing it in general um and make sure of course to tune into next week's um content which are going to be about um as of right now as of my current plan they're going to be the, about the first episode is going to be about lifting load aka how heavy should you lift are heavy reps versus light reps better for muscle growth um potentially getting into again the idea um of heavy weights being heavy weights being best for muscle growth and light weights being best for muscle tension and not muscle growth um, and then we're also going to do an episode recapping all four episodes of rep week. And again, it, to emphasize why you need to see that if you're thinking, oh, I saw all four episodes, so it's fine. You did. However, I, it's, it's very possible that I didn't do the best job of like recapping all of the information because I threw a lot of information at you and I did try and recap a little bit, excuse me. However, this episode, I'm really going to try and focus on recapping and being really cohesive and coherent with 
all of the information and giving you a kind of a big a really good summary so that you've heard all the information from the previous episodes but you get a really good just general idea of what's the what's the takeaway right for me when i listen to a huge like lecture on a topic i can get lost in all of the information and then it's hard for me to focus on the real takeaways so I think it would be very beneficial for you guys to listen to all these episodes, get all the evidence, all the things that we talked about, and then listen to the takeaway to really emphasize the main points that you need to take away from Rep Week. Then the third episode for the week is probably going to be a personal update about um, how I'm training, um, what I'm doing right now to stay fit, or to try and realistically just get back into any kind of (laughs) weightlifting shape because it's been eight freaking months. Ridiculous and stupid on my part, but... It is what it is, um, and I'm also going to talk about a little bit of how I'm eating, um, the nutrition that I'm trying to incorporate into my diet right now, and that kind of stuff. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed and found this helpful or informative, please leave a like um, and subscribe. Hit the notification bell on YouTube to get notified when I post new things, or follow for um, more content if you guys really enjoyed. Um, even if you disliked it, fine, go ahead and dislike the video or dislike the video if it's on YouTube. Um, I don't know if you can rate on some platforms, but rate. Um, give me a rating. That would be cool. Um, feedback is all accepted, regardless if it's positive or negative, because I then I know I did good, I did bad. Um, and if you have any more specific feedback, ideas, or suggestions on what I did good in today's episode, or what I can do to improve for future content, please leave a comment down below on YouTube, or email me at buildingkeepfitness.gmail.com, and I'd be happy to respond and take that feedback into consideration. Of course, again, feedback is feedback, and I can use it um, to see what I did right, what I did wrong, um, try and make adjustments to make this better for me for personal growth um, so I get better at communicating and conveying ideas um, but also for you guys so this is a better experience overall and it's a um, better content and I can connect with you guys better um, but yeah I appreciate y'all listening thank you guys for getting through my my outro it was better than next episode's outro and hopefully I will continue to make my outros better for you guys so it's not just me blabbering all the time but yeah I really really appreciate all of you listening have a great day and good night